guys, this is Brene, and you're listening to another episode of Fifty Shades of Slay. Welcome, guys, to another episode. I'm excited to be here, but I am a little tipped about something that I read the other day on Facebook. Actually, I saw the video and read the article that apparently in Chicago, the Chicago police thought it was a good idea to load a 18-wheeler truck full of Nike shoes and clothes, apparently, um, expensive shit, load it into um, this truck, and then place this truck into the ghettos of Chicago, unlocked and unsupervised, and arresting anyone who tried to break into this truck or tried to open the truck and take any of these shoes. Now, let that sink in for a minute. They're placing Nike shoes, so expensive Air Force Ones, all that good shit, in areas where, first of all, there are a lot of children playing. They're placing them near basketball courts and parks and things like that, where there are a lot of teen youths playing and doing their thing. In the ghettos, where these children and their parents would not otherwise be able to afford these sort of shoes. So... And then they're arresting them when they actually open the truck and try and take these shoes that have been literally placed there for them to take. So now all of these kids that wouldn't have otherwise had a record because they're not breaking into people's houses or stealing from stores, they just happen to find an empty truck full of shoes that they've probably only looked at online and could only dream about. And now they have records for the rest of their lives that will carry on to affect their jobs, that will affect their travel, that will affect a lot of things in their life. And this is what the Chicago police thought was a good idea to do. So they've already been spotted in quite a few neighborhoods in Chicago. And for those neighborhoods, they're in an uproar. There's videos of a few people that have called these police out, that have had the their phones and their recorders going and confronting these police that are setting up these bait trucks and the police are actually getting quite aggressive with it they're getting they're starting to threaten them and they're getting mad because they can't catch the people they wanted to catch apparently so this is what their resources and tax dollars and everything else that's what they're doing with their time is setting poor kids up in poor neighborhoods to commit crimes instead of maybe trying to solve the ones that they already have on their table? I don't know. I always thought entrapment was illegal, but I guess when you're law enforcement, you make the rules. I don't know. It's it's scary. It's a scary time, guys. It's a time of cop calling, and uh, I don't even know. Look, shootings, it's a scary time to be black. So I think with the tensions already as high as they are, the Chicago Police Department probably should have thought of better ways to spend their energy. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. And with these new tariffs in place across the border, it's it's hardly worth it to even go over there anymore. And that's sad because I love me some D. <laughs> and by that I mean Detroit. I'll actually be over there this weekend at the moot for all of you Michiganers. If you're a boat enthusiast or have access, come and find me at the Moot. Apparently it's the biggest boat party of the year, so of course that means I gotta be there. And it'll be uh, two nights of absolute craziness, apparently, so 
<laughs> make sure you check out my live feeds and see what you're missing out on there. I look forward to, I don't know, seeing what awaits me there. But uh, at least we'll be in international waters. Is that international waters if it's Lake Sinclair? I don't know. Either way, I'm going to have a blast. The man can't hold me down. <laughs> so I actually want to get some people's opinions on this matter. So if you're listening, please comment and let me know what you think. Because I think it's become an epidemic. And we need to get with the program, ladies. Because we are letting these men make a fool of us. And I can't even say me. Because I've had pretty good luck when it comes to men that I've met. So I... Like I said before, I think it's more my standards and what I'm looking for, what I expect of them and what I demand out of the guys that I see and let invade my personal space, if you may. I don't <laughs> I don't let anyone just hit it. You can take me on a next, most expensive date. It doesn't mean at the end of the night you're jumping in my bed with me. And I think those standards is what kind of makes them want to come back for more. Maybe it's too easy for them now. I don't know, there's videos, it's become a game now. There's videos of men cheating on their girls, and whether it's the men recording or the females recording, someone's recording these things, and it's become a game of cheating. Like, it's, like, who can get the most hits because my man's a douchebag, because you know the next week they're back together, they're, nothing's been accomplished, you've just made a fool of yourself on the internet because everyone knows you're back with the douche. And I think that's got a lot to do with women now and our expectations. We've lowered them severely. And I've noticed this with a lot of my friends, even like close friends and family. It's, you let these men do whatever they want to you. And as long as I come back with flowers and promises of never doing it again, and I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. It's like all is said and done. Meanwhile, you've, now you've made an enemy of this woman that you don't even know that probably had no clue you were even in the picture. And it's not even necessarily enemies, but you guys have now made each other enemies because of this man who did you both wrong. And that's like where the misplaced anger goes. That's where we start looking silly as women. And now with the internet, everything's recorded. There is a video and I feel bad for even drawing more attention to this video because I felt so bad for that girl. But there was a man cheating and a girl was about to go in and bust her man cheating because she knew what was happening. And of course, she had to have her bestie with her recording because, you know, it was going down. And she jumps into the bedroom and she confronts these guys, her man and this other woman who's in her bedroom and he's trying to give every fucking excuse possible. And you know what I mean? Oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And she's just screaming at his face. And she hasn't put his hands, her hands on him. But she's screaming at in his face. And I don't know, all the drama, blah, blah, blah. But then at the end, the woman, the, and the best friend, as she's recording, is yelling at the other woman who's struggling to find her clothes and get dressed and the whole time apologizing. Like, woman, like, ma'am, I'm so sorry, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what was going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've been doing this for a while. I, like, she, this, look, this little girl legit had no clue that this man was taken. And the best friend's, like, asking, like, oh, how long has this been going on? And, uh... You know what I mean? Oh, you seem real comfortable in her house. How old are you? And this girl turned out to be, like, real young. Like, a lot younger than this dude was. And so she 
So as she's struggling to get her clothes on, whatever, the girl, the woman who's apparently the first girlfriend, jumps across the bed and starts wailing on this girl, like punching her, whipping her in her face. And this girl starts burst out crying, like trying to cover her face. Like you can tell she's not, she wasn't a fighter. Like she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong motherfucker. And I felt so bad for this little girl because she was already half naked and she was already getting her ass beat when the dude didn't even get a single hit. And she had no clue what was going on. And this is where we go wrong, girls. Like, it's the misplaced anger. (laughs) Why? She didn't lay a hand on her man who did her wrong, but this poor little girl had nothing to do with it other than falling for the wrong douchebag is now getting wailed on and probably on live stream somewhere, you know what I mean, from her best friend. And it's now she's an internet sensation. And what made it so much worse was they followed her out to the elevator or to the hallway of this apartment. And you can see in the video that apparently they were about to have some period sex because this girl had like a nasty pad kind of hanging out of her underwear. And obviously it came dislodged in the battle between the other woman, like the woman and this girl. So it was, yeah, it was sad. Like the, she didn't deserve to be embarrassed like that. And she didn't deserve to get hit like that. And she didn't deserve to be in that situation. But the blame was put on her. And it was a man that did all of that. And that's common. A lot of women will blame like I said that man will start probably still be with that woman the next day and ready to do it again and again and again and that woman will be ready with her best friend to beat the next girl and the next girl and the next girl and it's sad it's sad people are afraid to be alone (laughs) people are too afraid to be alone I don't know I love being alone I get a hotel rooms by myself sometimes get a babysitter for the night and I'll go get a hotel room and just chill have a bath, watch TV, lay naked, and don't have to entertain anybody, don't have to think about anybody else but myself. I don't know. I think people think that's so weird when I do that, when I go to restaurants or concerts or even on road trips by myself. And I think if more people did that, if more women did that, we would be dealing with a lot less bullshit from these guys that we put up with. Go and treat yourself to like soul vacation go out to eat by yourself go to a movie go to a concert go do something by yourself you'd be surprised how refreshing that shit can be and forget anyone who looks at you weird or says anything funny because fuck it they ain't doing shit they ain't saying shit do you boo (laughs) so anyway i also want to talk about something that i thought was actually pretty cool going on in the city august 18th Our previous guest, Naveen Dominic, who created the whole Naveen Dominic Cosmetics line for mostly black women, but I'm sure everyone can find a little something that they love in her collection. But what a lot of people don't know is she also wrote a book. So August 18th, she's going to be in Windsor at Chapters doing a book signing. So I want everyone in Windsor to go out there and show some love for not only a local kind of celebrity, but um, an amazing woman. This girl's been, this woman's been through so much in her life to get to where she is now is an incredible story. And I, for one, can't wait to get my copy signed. So I hope to see everyone out there too. August 18th, Chapters, Devonshire Mall. Make sure you're there and showing some love for some fellow Windsorites. 
Um, and if you haven't heard about her, go check her out, Naveen Dominic Cosmetics, and purchase some awesome makeup, because I loved her lipstick. I loved everything she gave us, so I'm excited. And actually, her and I are going to be doing a couple projects later and uh, together, so those are going to be exciting. Make sure you keep an eye out for that, but I'm going to make sure I blast it anyway, so there's no way you're going to miss it. I want to know, and I guess this is more of a question for my male listeners so but I want to know if the same is if the same goes for women is there a certain time of month or a certain time of even year that your inbox blows up more than others like legit my inbox can be dead for months and months at a time but then all of a sudden one day it's like think of Brene day and my inbox will be blown up with all these different messages from different dudes that I've talked to in the past that haven't thought of me in all of this time. And I don't know, I just think it's amazing because it happens a lot, like more than two, three times. So it's, I don't know, is it like the turn of the moon or something that gets guys thinking about past flames or is it me in particular? I don't know. Do you other women have this problem? <laughs> I want to know. I'm actually going to have my friend Claudia on the podcast in a couple weeks. And she's going to, this girl is fire, absolute fire in her responses to these dudes in her inbox. And I imagine she must get a lot because she's done, she's done a lot. She's, a lot of you guys, if you're local, know Claudia Dia. She's a, a model. She's done Playboy. She's done quite a few quite a few jobs around the city, but she's really, she's really well known. And, um, yeah, so I can imagine her inbox is probably blown up every day, even though everything about her Facebook and social media can tell you that she's very happy with her man <laughs> and her little family. So like, she's obviously taken, but she's always posting these fire responses to these dudes in her inbox. And I've got to give this girl her credit where credit's due because I wish I could come up with some of these responses on the spot the way she does. But I'm going to have her on the podcast and she's going to tell you all about how to handle these dudes all up in your inbox because we need some tips from the pros sometimes. And this girl is a pro. Um, you can check her out on Facebook, Dia Lucia. Sorry if that sends more creeps to your inbox, but you know how to handle them, girl. If you saw my Instagram in the last couple of days, you would see that I had to feed these snakes again. This is going to be a weekly occurrence, and it's going to be a pain in the ass every single time. I can just see it now. So I had these two rats in these boxes that I had to buy live because apparently one of these snakes will not eat frozen rats. He just lets it sit there and rot. So I had to feed these snakes, well, at least one of them, um, live rats, which is already cruel enough. I mean, I already feel bad because they were, they're not even like ugly, big old city rats. They're like cute little pet rats. <laughs> I don't know. They're For rats, they're at least kind of cute. I was like, so I had to get these two rats and I made them package them individually because I wasn't going through the whole separation in two separate tanks trying to get these rats and these things. So I needed them separated. So I had two of them and on the ride home, I had errands to run because I had to get to the pet store nice and early because apparently live rats run out quickly. So I had to get to the pet store rather quickly. 
and I had errands to run. So the whole time I'm thinking that these rats are going to chew through these boxes and this bag and be scurrying all over my car. And if not that, then they're at least going to be scurrying around my kid's room when I put them in there and wait for my kids to come home from day camp at noon for lunch to feed these snakes because I really didn't want to do it. So the kids come home and I haul her outside for them to, uh, that they had to feed the snakes, which of course got the attention of all the neighborhood kids. So they all wanted to come and watch the feeding. So I had a house full of kids, mostly boys, running in to the boys' rooms to watch them put this rat in these tanks. And the first snake didn't even wait a second. It was like, on the rat as soon as you dropped it in it must have smelled it and the second one kind of played with it for a little bit but the whole thing was horrifying like there's the final squeal the second rat actually put up a fight and got away for a couple minutes but it didn't last very long it's fucked up the snake's mouth for a little bit though i saw it was all crooked and got his vlog knocked a little bit <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so this whole live feeding thing is going to be a whole new dynamic in my household that I did not anticipate when I got these snakes. And so for anyone thinking about getting pet snakes, just remember you actually have to feed these things rats and pretty much only rats. And then you have to clean rat carcass out a couple of days later. So it's not pretty. And I am not excited, and there's no way I can get rid of these snakes now because my sons have fallen in love. They're currently running outside, playing with them with all the neighborhood kids now, so maybe they won't last that long <laughs> as it is. And my luck lately has not been the best. I actually, the other night, I woke up in the middle of the night, like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, hungry, and I went downstairs debating... In my mind, I was debating between a bowl of cereal or frying up a hamburger. Those are my two choices. <laughs> so as I was in the middle of thinking of that, I actually looked around and noticed this dish was in the wrong place. So I picked that up and put it in the right place. And then I noticed there was that on the counter. So I picked that up and moved that. And before I know it, I've got my drill and my tools out and my stud finder, and I'm putting up calendars and cupboards that I haven't had the time to put up since I've moved into my new house. So I'm full on doing like kitchen renos. <laughs> I had a counter to put up. I had a cupboard to put up on my wall. There's full on kitchen renos in my living, in my kitchen in the middle of the night. And in my exhaustion, I dropped a four by eight piece of wood directly onto my foot. It, like, cut it open and, like, bruised it instantly, pretty much. So I've been pretty injured the last few days. It's It hurts, and it's screwing up my whole flip-flop vibe. But uh, just a warning, don't do construction in the middle of the night when you wake up for burgers or cereal. That was not my shining moment. But it is a perfect shining example of how my life has been recently so I guess it's fitting <laughs> but uh yeah so if you see me on crutches or limping a little bit that's why I did a um a live today that actually got disconnected but what it was I was sitting at the cancer center and a lot of people don't realize that once you're done treatment 
the cancer, the whole fight, the whole battle isn't over. In fact, I don't think they qualify you as in remission until it's been five years cancer-free without any reoccurrences. So for the next five years, or I guess four for me, I have to go and get shots. Like, on top of the pills I have to take daily for the next four or five, like, I was five years, but now four. So on top of the pills that I have to take every day, I also have this shot called Zolodex that I have to get in my gut every four weeks. And I posted a picture on my Instagram of how big this needle really is, because people think I'm just being a wimp when I, like, dread this shot every month. And... I guess it does its job in the sense that I don't have the hormones that I guess we're producing the cancer cells in my body. So that's all settled down, but it hurts. So today I had to go and get that done and I tried to do a live video just to kind of show the reality, I guess, of it. But um, I don't know if it was a signal where I was or what was going on, but the live got disconnected and it sounds like there's going to be a storm now. So the power might even go out, but that's why I kind of want to stress how important it is to self-check yourself because cancer doesn't discriminate. I was 30 years old when I was diagnosed and I thought I had everything ahead of I mean, I still do. I, I beat it. I have my whole life ahead of me and I look forward to that, but now I've got all this pain in the ass shit that I've got to deal with on the side. So, and a lot of that is a lot of the reason why I'm still here is because we did detect it early. I was always doing self-checks. So shout out to my ex-sister-in-law who actually had the pamphlet in or like a laminated kind of checklist in her shower that um, when I lived with her, I happened to look at every day. So it was constant. Every time I took a shower, I was staring at this thing on how to, it showed you exactly how to self-check and where you should be checking what you should be checking for. And she had this in her shower for her to look at every single time she took a shower. So I did too. So that's actually why I got into self-checking. So I want to tell everyone else, like, that's how important it is. I noticed kind of right away when there was a lump. And even then I thought I was too young to be going through any kind of cancer. I didn't think anything of it. The lumps that I felt, I was like, oh, they're milk ducks. I nursed my kids, so they must be clogged. And it wasn't. It took me months before I actually went in and got tested. And that was because of another friend who was on my ass. So shout out to Tanit because she probably saved my life. Like she was, she was in Toronto and she was messaging me every day. I mentioned the lump to her one day and I had mentioned the lump to quite a few people but no one took it as seriously as she did. And she messaged me almost every day. Like, did you get that lump check? Did you get a check? Did you get a check? Did you go to the doctor? Did you go to the doctor? Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? And it got to the point where I did it more because I was more annoyed with her messages. So I went to the doctor and sure enough, it was my worst fear, but that didn't, me waiting didn't stop it from being true. You know what I mean? Me waiting didn't stop it from actually being cancer. If anything, it just helped it spread even more. It could have been the difference between losing my breast and keeping my breasts. And I thank God every day that my friend was persistent enough to get on me and she cared enough about me to make sure that I was taking care of my health because I wasn't. So now I care enough about every one of you to make sure that you are doing the same. So check your bodies, rub everywhere. It doesn't, not even just in your breasts, like 
get to know your body, feel yourself. That's my hashtag. Go feel yourself because you have to like anything different. And men, you guys are the worst for this because you could be having a broken bone and you still refuse to go to the doctor. So I get it. It's a pride thing, but in situations like this, would you rather be prideful or would you rather be dead? And that's kind of where I was at. So I had to go and get myself checked and, Unfortunately for me, it was my worst fears, and hopefully for you, it's not. But if it is, it's not a death sentence. It wasn't for me, and it wasn't for a lot of people. And early detection is a huge key in all of that. So sorry for taking this little serious moment here, but it's important. And I think a lot of people should know, men and women, because men, it doesn't discriminate. It can get you, too. There's many men with breast cancer out there and other kinds of cancers. I'm sure you feel your balls enough. You know if there's something weird in there. Like, get this shit checked out. And women, it's not even just breast cancer, either. If you're feeling extreme pain when you're going through your menstrual cycle, apparently that's not normal. It's not, there's a sign that something else is going on there. And not necessarily cancer, so don't think if you have really bad cramps that I'm telling you, you have, you automatically have cancer. Don't be scared like that because I understand the waiting in between tests and getting checked and finding out is horrible, but the importance of it is, is immense. That's really all I have to say about all of that. And if you are going through something like I was and you're going through the waiting game and need someone to talk to, feel free to hit me up in my DMs. I'm not going to turn you away. I understand exactly what you're going through. So if you need someone to talk to that actually understands it, I'm here for you any time of the day. But until next week, go out and enjoy this hot weather. There's only a few more weekends left of the summer. So make sure you uh, go out and enjoy it. I know I will be. <laughs> So until next week, I'd like to thank you all again for listening. Hopefully you catch more episodes and subscribe to all of that social media crap. Peace, love, happiness, and all of that good shit. Enjoy this throwback song, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Get our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.